Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And surprisingly, we're back. Guys of a Certain Age, Robbie Kovalson Studio with Jay Reed. He gets to go second this time. And Art Shirley. And he got to go third. So tippers have, have cooled. You know, but oh, Jay's, I don't know about that. But Jay's still wearing the same shirt. So who knows what will happen. Sometimes <laughs> I just... <laughs> maybe tippers have it cooled. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he's going to rip his shirt open in a Hulk-like pose and come after both of us uh, that's highly unlikely that's probably yeah yeah you know at this point it would, we, knock, it would knock our backs out that or is knees. not the hero that uh that we deserve no that jay has chosen to portray lately we'll talk about that later <laughs> that is true oh that man is true. Oh, halloween yes. is coming yes and it yeah as you listen to this halloween's yeah, behind you yes. but right. anyway let's jump into geeks of the week who wants to go first I think Jay should go first. Oh, two a two for two yeah. in a row. How about yeah. that? There you go. Go. All right, so How just, was that McRib? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was delicious. <laughs> but I'm going to pause and hold that question for later. Yeah. Got to know what you're doing. <laughs> right. From the current farewell. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so my geek of the week is from DC and from HBO Max. And there's talk of a Green Lantern series. Yeah. Apparently there already was a something in development, but they've kind of shifted things around from the focus. It's now going to focus on the character known as John Stewart. Yes. Arguably the first the, black, uh, yeah. green lantern, or maybe yeah. the first black hero. Is that uh, case? I mean, I, I no. think black Panther actually was the first. Okay. Well, maybe I think he, he, he may have been the first DC. He was the first DC and they're yeah. right there close to each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but John I'm, Stewart, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure, uh, Kirby and Lee's, uh, well, yeah, Column. here it just says one, one of DC's first black superheroes. Yeah, so, yeah John yeah. Stewart was great. Yeah. John Stewart is arguably the favorite Green Lantern for a lot of folks. And I, the only Green Lantern that some folks even realized was around. You know, there was discussion in the Arrowverse that John Diggle was going to become right. Green Lantern. Yeah. And um, not because Diggle's character in the Arrowverse was a lot like John Stewart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I, I'm, I don't, I didn't see any dates as far as when it's supposed to come out. But, no, but they originally were going to do. Guy Gardner and Kyle. Oh gosh, I just I Adam Scott. Oh, no, that's right. It was Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Yeah, the original Green. Lantern. The original Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah for the right. Justice Society of America. Yeah, I think somebody was saying they wanted uh, Kyle to be it. That, but yeah, that's right. So Alan Scott was going to be and and Guy Gardner. Yeah, and I think neither one of those. I mean, no disrespect to them, people have fans of them. But if you're not going to go with Hal Jordan. Even if you're thinking about going with Hal Jordan, John Stewart to me is a better way to go. Yeah, I mean um, Hal Jordan to me is Ryan Reynolds. Over yeah, see that's the problem. It's like, it, and it, that's a yeah. that's a shame. Yeah, because it should have been you know Fillion playing. Uh, oh, Hal man, Jordan. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion would have been a perfect yeah. Hal Jordan. Yeah, and don't you voice, think so, Jay? Yeah, yeah. And he's done the voice for him a lot of animated yeah. stuff, but he would have been perfect. He looks like him. He does, but he does. Uh, with or he, without the mask. That's right. Yeah. So but back anyway, in, when John I was a Stewart, kid, sorry, yeah, yeah was, I'm just I'm looking forward to it because I I just remember Green Lantern being one of my faves in the DC yeah. world as I was growing Great up character. reading comics. Yeah, uh-huh. so I, I feel like that'll be um, that'll be a fun watch. And well, I, and yeah. I I've got to think that this is partially due to the news that Art broke last episode uh, about uh, James Gunn coming in as the creative force. I think this has got to be something that 
you know, focusing on John Stewart. I mean, on um, yeah, John Stewart. Stewart, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to com- be confused with the other John Stewart, <laughs> the comedian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be a completely different show. You've got to think James Gunn had an influence on this decision. I think so too. I think that's probably he came in and said, "Here's what we're going to," and that's that's probably with this announcement. It means they've been talking about this for a while. But yeah. there's a there's a chance to do something that's very much uh, Guardians of the Galaxy esque with. Uh, a Green Lantern thing because oh, I mean you've got the Gal- you've got the Guardians core I mean it's just a, gosh there's so much storytelling potential in that Sinestro is coming yes Sinestro is coming so there's, I'm wondering if that means we're going to get Yellow Lanterns and I would hope so I mean Red I, I would think that and, you know of course you could keep him Earth based but I think that because uh, I mean, he's the guardian of sector, our particular yeah sector. What sector I can't remember what sector it is can you recite the Green Lantern uh, the darkest and night the, or uh, in the brightest day, in the darkest, darkest night, night no, no evil shall escape my sight. sight. The I wish I Yeah, Amen. <laughs> now go eat your macaroni. That's right. So, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I think it's gonna be good too. Yep. I mean, I don't have any. There was no. There was no date on it or anything like that. It's just kind of like they were working on it. it yeah. Didn't really get shelved, but but it's definitely taken on a new kind of a re reframe. Yeah. Excellent. All right. What you got for a geek? Uh, sad news. Uh, Jules Bass, who was the Bass from the Rankin and Bass productions that uh, you probably saw on the end of all the Christmas specials that you would watch growing up, uh, he was you know part of the team that was behind Rudolph, Red Nosed Reindeer. Those these animated specials, that claymation or whatever they were, they weren't claymation, but there's a name for what that process were. That process was uh, Little Drummer Boy, Santa Claus is coming mm-hmm. to town. You were without a Santa but Claus. Those are all my favorites. Yeah. yeah, but he also did an early adaptation of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings that. Uh, that uh, did not the Ralph Bakshi Bashy ones, but another one of those, a cartoon version. They yeah, were not, yeah, they I've were got just, both of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah so actually, it wasn't, Lord, pretty... wasn't Lord of the Rings? It was Return of the King. They, right, they yeah, rushed right. to the end. Yeah, yeah. So they did the Hobbit first, yeah. and then they did Return of the King, but they didn't do anything else. Right. No, they kind of uh, summarized the first two books. Um, and jumped in right at the end of Two Towers as they're okay. going into yeah. Mordor. I don't know that I've seen that one. I remember yeah. seeing The Hobbit. Yeah. But, and that uh, was my first introduction to The Hobbit. It was, was mine as well. Was that cartoon. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was yeah. great. Orson so. Bean played The Hobbit. I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So would you say that what's who who died? Uh, Jules Bass. Was he a professional? I don't know. Well, then that. his place could have been Bass Pro Shop. Oh. That was wow. a lot of lead in there. Oh come on, man! That was. I think he's taking my title. It was Queen of the Dad Jokes. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. nothing Queen about me, son. <laughs> nothing at all. So okay. Uh, anyway, sorry to see he's defensive. gone. He was 87 years old. I mean, you know, um, not that that he's overdue to die or anything, but that sounded awful. Yeah, sorry we're not that. in Logan's Run that's world. Right, that's right, runner. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, just certainly may not know the name right off, but certainly know all the work that he's responsible for. You knew for. the holidays were coming when oh, you yeah. started and, to and see w- the ads for the promos for those shows on CBS. That's right. Or was it CBS or CBS ABC? CBS was, yeah. well, I don't know. CBS, I know, had uh, Charlie Brown. It seemed like so they had it Rudolph. Been, it may have been ABC. Yeah, I think ABC had uh, You Were Without a Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. But, but you uh, knew. Anyway, we'll you, see those things coming up here shortly. That and the, yep. that and the Sears Wish Book. Yeah. Those were the harbingers of fun times. That's right. So, anyway. And the temperature getting down to, you know, 78 degrees. <laughs> oh, that crisp fall. That crisp fall air. So, yeah. well, surprise, surprise, surprise. I've got more Doctor Who news. What? Yeah. No, but who? this 
say it ain't so. This is really fascinating. No, seriously. <laughs> so it wasn't a joke. Yeah. So after we we talked about David Tennant coming in and the refresh and whatnot, well, the day after the Jody Whittaker finale special, um, the new Doctor Who logo dropped, which is a refresh of the '70s era Doctor Who logo. Oh. In addition to that, other news came out that Disney Plus was going to be, in 2023, the future home of Doctor Who, of new episodes. What dropped today was, not only is Disney Plus going to be the future home, Disney has come in as a creative partner and is providing production funding to the BBC for Doctor Who. Wow. So it's going to be co-produced in some way between Disney and the BBC. I didn't. I did not expect that. That's interesting. So, I, so does this become yet another Disney property? Even I, if it's you know, just partnership. I don't know. The BBC will ever let it become a Disney property, yeah. but it's the closest thing too. And yeah. I forgot that the the last three or four seasons of Doctor Who, maybe even as far as eight seasons, have had Sony as a production partner. So mm-hmm. Sony has come in, contributed money, so they get distribution rights, which is part of the reason it. The new episodes of New Who have been on HBO Max because of a, a streaming deal that Stoney's got with yeah. HBO Max. So, but going forward, the only way you're going to be able to see the new Doctor Who episodes, they will not be on BBC America. They mm. will be on Disney Plus worldwide outside wow. of the United Kingdom. So they'll release at the same time. Did they already release at the same time as they came out in? England, did they come out the same time here? Where there's a, where it's there's like a, a six-hour delay. Okay, so it's you not know, a substantial it, delay. It's it's a prime time sort of thing. So okay. um, very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I did but not. Downton ex- Abbey came out in England six months, I think, before we got oh, okay. it in America. Yeah. yeah, but there weren't a lot of spoilers on Downton Abbey. That was a <laughs> oh yeah. You say uh, that? Oh, I do say that because I watched it. But that was a masterpiece. What about theater? Um, production and so masterpiece theater in the states have traditionally taken marquee yeah. BBC projects and and right. put them in that Sunday night. That's right. If anybody but wants anyway. another Downton Abbey, it's PBS because man, the fundraising they did off of Downton Abbey. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no kidding. They're Good. looking for one. They are looking for something. But for the BBC to give up partial control, I mean, not just funding but creative input. Yeah, that's really fascinating. So, but anyway. So, so now they theoretically at Disney World or wherever property, they could have 15 different Doctor Who's running around and they could all look different. That's what I was just saying. Or they have a rod. I, that's, you know, a so. TARDIS rod? Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, think how cool it would be to have a TARDIS and you walk in and it looks for all yeah. the world like it's a phone bo- booth uh-huh. size. But, but through the magic of Disney, it expands into this huge uh-huh. Doctor Who world. So uh, the BBC had a Doctor Who, the experience, that wasn't the exact name of it, uh, exhibit an interactive TARDIS that you could walk into somewhere in Wales. Because uh, I think it was at Cardiff, where, yeah. which is where where Doctor Who was was produced. The other thing that's really in, interesting about this is that Bad Wolf Productions is now the executive producer of Doctor Who. Um, and that's the production company that um, uh, Russell T. Davies and two other peers founded. Um, so they, the BBC is not only getting money, but they've ceded some of the executive control over. Wow, that's interesting. But you know, for me, it's just kind of fascinating that now you're going to get Doctor Who, brand new Doctor Who on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, which is another way to get. 
a different but but sort of same audience into the subscription yeah. mode for Disney Plus. And the production value is light years ahead of what it was in the 70s, 60s but, and 70s, but now it's going to be so much even better. That's right, but you know, that was part, part of, of the, the charm. charm. Yeah, 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 you know, I remember one episode they were using Mylar. Yeah. You know, it was uh-huh. a brand new technology uh-huh. and everybody thought it was really cool and now it just it looks really cheesy, but Anyway, so I think I remember that one. Yeah, the House of the Mouse has taken over the TARDIS or parts of or a couple of rooms. So, um, which I don't know what BBC America is going to do. Like Art and I were talking, BBC America is now owned by the BBC. The name is licensed by Discovery. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, So, and they, I think they've got a first right of refusal deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing from a streaming standpoint, we're, we're about to probably see. NFL Sunday ticket end up at Apple TV plus. Wow. Yeah. Think about that for, for a half a minute. Hmm. Uh, and I believe with the success of Amazon's Thursday night football package with Al Michaels and uh, Kirk, 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 Kirk street. street, which is a great package. Apple wants to get into the football game. Now hmm. they've already got a 10 year deal with major league soccer. Um, they've got, they're doing Friday night baseball, yeah. major league baseball. So, you know, these streaming services are trying to come up with additional content right. to get you. To and a lot of it out. that's live content, which is crazy to me. Yeah. 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 Netflix has said that live is not their thing. Yeah. So, um, I'll let other people do it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, all right, that's going to wrap geeks. We're going to come back and talk black Adam and yes, art drug us both to see it. He said he would not see it unless Jay and I went. That's and so, really true. I didn't have anybody else to go. with. <laughs> He went through his ex- his exhaustive uh, Rolodex, and we're at the very end yet again. So, all right, we're going to talk that up next. Now that Jay's had a refreshing drink, we're going to talk Black Adam. So, uh, Art, you were looking forward to Black Adam. Yeah, I actually was looking forward to Black Adam. I just, you know, I'd, I'd seen stuff on the DC Universe stuff. What do they call the, the, the virtual fan thing they had? Uh, Fandome. Oh, yeah. Since Fandome. And, of course, The Rock had been talking about it for years and, and saying, oh, it's coming, and we'd see production stills and finally started seeing trailers. And I thought, well, this looks fun. I think this will be kind of kind of a, a fun movie to go see. And this is one of The Rock's pet projects. He's really yeah. been the, the force behind yeah, this. Yeah, and they say he's been attached to it for like 15 years, but he's, wow. he's certainly been part of it since 2008. And uh, they just, it kept, you know, going back and forth, you know, production hell, as they call it. They never could get anything going with it. But it's something that he felt like he was born to play. Now, what's funny is when he was originally attached to it, he still had hair, so he looked more like the comic book version of Black Adam. But uh, I think it worked okay with his yeah. his bald. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he looked it looked like a character he was born to play. And and as you know, I, I did. I think I think you were okay with seeing it, Jay. I mean, yeah, yeah, Robbie, I to see it. Robbie, it was, was Robbie not that one was that, saying, ah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't I care for it. I wasn't interested at all. And, and then we saw that the it got. It never got great critical review, but it was doing pretty good Rotten Tomato stuff. Had a great Rotten sure. Tomatoes score, which take that for whatever you think that's worth. Because we're was kind doing of great Rotten box- Tomatoes ourselves. <laughs> it yeah. was doing great box office, and yeah. people were saying they really enjoyed it. It was fun. Obviously, not going to win any Oscars, you know, but kind of fun. And they were saying Pierce Brosnan was good. Hawkman, the guy that plays Hawkman, is really good. That character's really good. Uh, and The Rock is The Rock. Sure. You know, he's kind of, if you go to see a Ryan Reynolds movie, you're probably not going to be surprised by the performance. Same could be said for The Rock. You know, well, Dwayne Johnson. And so a little a little background story. Black Adam was Tet Adam, who was the original Shazam 
Yeah. You know, 2,000 years ago, the, the Wizard Council granted him the powers of Shazam, uh-huh. which came to be known as Captain Marvel, until, you know, mm-hmm. Marvel decided they wanted their own Captain Marvel after the uh, trademark, I guess, expired. Whatever. doesn't really matter. So he's part of the Shazam slash Captain Marvel universe. Right. And he's traditionally been an anti-hero, yeah. almost nemesis to... Yeah. Billy Batson, Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. He was a villain. He was a nemesis to him. And, uh, you know, one of the, the rogues gallery of him. And then they kind of, they did kind of make him more of an antihero. A little bit kind of like Namor was, you know, the yeah. Submariner. Um, so uh, very much a, a similar, in fact, sometimes even looked like him. He had the Vulcan-like ears in the comics and yeah. the, the same kind of haircut. But, uh, yeah, so that was the character that was there. Uh, they they changed some things about the origin story for the movie, which I thought worked fine. I think that's okay. Um, but uh, but for all intents and purposes, he was there. Now, we talked about this uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, the spoiler, when we were talking about spoilers. And uh, Black Adam, before people were even at the movie, leaked the idea that uh, of the mid-credits scene and who makes the appearance in the mid-credits scene. And it is Henry Cavill as Superman. And we discussed whether or not uh, that was a marketing ploy or was it, you know, what was the, what was the idea? And I think it definitely was. I mean, I, I felt like even as much as I enjoyed the movie and I did enjoy the movie, I kind of felt like I'm ready to see this mid credit scene. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Almost, I think a yeah. lot of people went there for that. And that may have been what it pushed you over the edge in terms of going, or it may have just been the company. I just wanted to spend time yeah, with I my mean. buddies. Now, <laughs> Jay, you walked in the most prepared of the people in the oh, theater. Oh, yeah, we should point this you out. You want to describe what you were wearing Tuesday yeah. night at the Who theater? Who are you wearing? Uh, this what are you was wearing? My, I was wearing uh, <laughs> crepe paper and crepe of Matheson. Not, crepe not of only Matheson. crepe paper. We yeah. should point that out. He was well, not, okay, yeah, let's get the whole thing. This is the first time I've ever shown up at a movie in costume or cosplay or whatever you want to call it definitely definitely not spending the kind of money that you see on other cosplay uh, players you could just bring one of your life-size dolls oh boy okay so i wear generally to work i'm a pharmacist i wear black scrubs almost every day so this time i had black scrubs i had a black shirt i mean long everything was black and dark gray i don't have a lot of hair for those of you who didn't see our live episode at dave's um so i took a just basically a a black piece of paper cut the lightning bolt out and then applied uh, yellow because we're we have a gift shop at the pharmacy so we had this yellow tissue paper so he's got supplies he's yeah, got so supplies I, I put the yellow Do tissue paper on the back. There. yeah and then uh we had some little twine that uh, had come off a gift and uh I put it. I basically hung a sign around my neck or a lightning yeah. bolt, or kind of like the Elvis movie yeah. when the kid wore the El- the the Elvis lightning bolt around his neck. So, uh-huh. and did you uh, see the looks you would get from folks as you like walked back? They up the- did look. Nobody really like said anything except the guy that I think it, I bought my ticket they weren't from. really sure. <laughs> If they should, <laughs> Probably. you know, there was kind of a little, Oh, look at this guy. Should I say something? Yeah. Grandpa, you didn't <laughs> yeah. take off your bill. Who's, who's his right. keeper? Um, yeah, yeah but it, it was fun. I mean, I, I knew it would be stupid, but the guy who took my ticket said, I like your costume. I'm like, well, thanks. I think <laughs> note. I just thought we it would don't be invite fun. Jay to go any more superhero movies. Oh, yeah. It's probably depend on or the we have superhero. To, we have to kind of see what, 
costume they're wearing. And we, have to, you know. we have to vet him in the in the parking lot whether we walk in <laughs> yeah. with him or not. Well, at least we didn't walk in with him. Yeah, right. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. So, Jay, but what I did, did bring you your own lightning bolt. I've still got mine. I thought Becky thought it was really fun. My, mine is on the fridge. Okay. We're, we're all homemade art belongs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's this is Jay. That's it's great. Jay. Age 55. I, I told, I told uh, Mark, I said, your TV dad made this. Yeah. <laughs> he was proud. Yeah. He was proud. But so. probably not proud enough to come. So what did y'all think of the movie, though? Yeah, what did you think, Jay? I really enjoyed it. I, it was, I, you know, I have this app, which we may have mentioned before, called the Run P app. I noticed. And I wondered when you when you left, I thought, I wonder, obviously nothing's oh, going to happen here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, nothing that was, happened. That was the third uh, opportunity, and I had to take it. But um, one of the things that they do. Because if you see a chance, you take it. Yeah. Right. One of the things on the app is they let you rate the movie what your expectations are. And then you can rate it at the end and see if it was up or down. And in general, mine was definitely up. And it said that people in my, you know, my demographic and most people in general had the same thing that they went in with a little bit lower, lower expectations. expectations. Yeah. And there, so the after movie rating was higher than the uh, than the pre movie rating. But okay. yeah, I, it was pretty much what I expected in the sense of. You know, I didn't know the story, but I yeah. knew enough about Shazam to, and I'd seen some of those characters before. Right. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I was expecting it to be even darker than it was from the previews I've read. And it did have, I mean, there was a lot of, there were some violent acts or whatever too, but they were always handled kind of humorously, I thought. Would you yeah. agree? It, yeah. Or at least they weren't glorified. I mean, he was yeah. definitely killing yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> but ripped, spoiler, yeah. but he's yeah. killing people. Um, but not... But but there was that and the Hawkman was saying yeah you can't do this you can't do this and well, to me it really kind of kicked in when the Rock allowed himself to be the Rock yeah you know at first he was kind of playing it uh, at the beginning I was a little worried because there's a lot of exposition you know yeah. we're we're being told the origin story which actually changed up a few times over the series as we found out more about it and then the first time Teth Adam as he's called throughout the movie until the very end appears he doesn't say much or whatever and. And then a little bit into it, it kind of gets into okay. We're starting to see the rock. Where right. you know, Hawkman says, "Did you, did you question the the prisoner?" And he goes, and "You see the prisoner flying through there and hit the ground, you know, a mile away." Oh, he didn't make it. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. You know, I I thought I thought Dwayne Johnson, the Rock, was fabulous in it, and uh, I really liked it a lot. It may be my favorite non. Um, Non Batman DC. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah I, so. I really because I had no expectations going yeah. in whatsoever. But the thing that I really liked about it was the Justice Society of America. Yes, I, I loved Carter Hall, the guy who played Carter Hall, who's Hawkman. Yeah, uh, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Yeah, I, that that was the best uh, incarnations of those two non animated that I've. Yeah, that I've I really ever seen. want to see. I want to see more of the Justice Society. Yeah, I think they. I wondered if. You know, of course, Teen Titans, the HBO Max has series. I wonder if, if DC might look at doing uh, more series on HBO Max. You know, that because to me, Justice Society would be a good fit for there. Maybe but, not as dark as Teen Titans. Sure. Uh, but something that might be there. But Justice Society of America is the precursor yes. to Justice League. It right. takes place 30, 40 years prior to. Yeah, it's it, um, it comes just, out of the, it started in the 40s. It started, you know, pretty much after the introduction of superheroes altogether. You put them together in a team. And the idea was put them together in a team and then kids would buy that comic if they could only buy one. Yeah. So. And you had uh, the initial, the original Flash, the guy with the tin helmet, Jay Garrick. Yeah, and you had uh, Alan Scott, Scott. Uh, the Green Lantern from that era. 
Uh, like we've talked about this before, yeah. but you had you had different characters in there. And so let me, let me ask Art it, the same question I asked Robbie after the movie. I kind of felt like I mean I love Remy, I love uh, Pierce Brosnan. I yeah. started calling Remy Steele, um, I which love is him. forty years old this oh, year. Oh yeah, by right. the way. oh wow, okay, uh-huh. yeah. But did you get any of the vibe of kind of like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Oh yeah, absolutely. And which I liked that movie. I liked that movie too. Yeah, but it, and it's I, almost I, like his Sean Connery, yeah, right? Is that yeah? I hadn't thought about that, but now that you say that, yeah, because even the way he dressed was very much oh, yeah. in that uh, that he, Victorian kind of style. But he kept taking his helmet off all yeah. the time. Yeah, I guess it was CGI. You know, they well, didn't. yeah, he he was. Uh, they, he had to have enough face time. He, he was, yeah. I think if you've got Pierce Brosnan, you've got him. Now, the here the, the thing about Doctor Fate is, and you know, again, spoiler alert for people that haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, he doesn't make it. He Rock doesn't kill him, but he doesn't make it. Uh, Black Adam doesn't kill him, but. Uh, uh, and that was a frustrating part of the movie to me, I'll just say, because I'm going, uh, why didn't he just turn? Black Adam has been turned back into a mortal person and has no powers. And he's trying to escape from this prison. And all he has to do is tear this mask off and stay Shazam. <laughs> Wait till he, gets, uh, he could have saved a lot of folks if he did that. He could that was gonna, he that could was problem. But uh, the mask, the helmet of Dr. Fate, Naboo, I think is the actual entity that's in there much like the Green Lantern's rings, seeks out another worthy individual. And that has been played by, you know, that has, it has gone to different characters, a female, a young person. I wonder if... Natalie Portman. That Natalie Portman, uh, who uh, was... Who was uh, the uh, queen of... Was the mighty Dr. Fate. Yeah, but who was the queen of... Uh, Naboo. Dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Naboo. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. I just said, said Naboo. It. He said Naboo. Yeah. That's what I'm making me think it wasn't it. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, going somewhere else with it. Well, I was going to see if that would be interesting. See, I was thinking you were saying because she had played a female Thor. Yeah. Anyway, so we went off on the rails of that, but we haven't been on the rails the whole day. So did yeah. you all like the Hawkman character? But, but loved it, him. I thought he was great. Did loved you? him. I thought he was a little too serious. I mean, he was just. You know, always why so serious? Angry all the yeah, time. almost. Yeah, almost like they had stereotypical characters as, as opposed uh-huh. to two, uh, three-dimensional characters. It's like, okay, you're the tough guy. You're not gonna like any. But I, I, I still liked him. I thought he was good. I so, like Cyclone. I think it was my favorite of the Justice yeah, she Society. Was, yeah, she was, and she's a new character I think mm-hmm. created for this. She was oh, really? great. The the yeah. the two Adam Smasher was there for comic relief, and he's the younger version. Which and Easter egg was. Henry Winkler, the Fonz, played hey, hey, hey. the original. All right. had, he played, had he played Adam Smasher somewhere I don't know else? where that came from. No, it just, just was bizarre kind of little thing. Okay. He just yeah. wanted to be in a super. But I wonder team. if Amon, the uh, the young brother uh, of uh, the explorer, what was she, an archaeologist, I guess, yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, will end up being a Dr. Fate. So I saw a criticism that said that Dr. Fate shouldn't have died. Hawkman should have died because one of Hawkman's powers is reincarnation. Oh, uh, you know, and so they could have explored Hawkman's further powers by killing him and being reincarnated, maybe as a mid or yeah. credit scene. So, but anyway, I think the reality of the situation is Pierce was going to do one, and get, he may he may get do the it. money. Yeah, now and he may come back uh, because I've seen it happen this way too, which is uh, he may come back as the voice of the helmet. So, yeah. like if it goes to if it goes to Amon. Uh, you know, it's kind of, there's character names are different, but there's kind of a precedent there and he becomes him. Then, uh, Brosnan's character can't, um, I can't remember his character. Anyway, may be advising him through the yeah. helmet. Kind of like Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. So, and use the helmet. And that's, that's what I kind of feel like 
they're doing with him because that way it takes him out of trying to be, you know, uh, a real yeah. physical. He could be on a green screen yeah. and shoot it yeah. in two days. Yeah. So I think we get to keep Brosnan and then have a younger, more energetic Dr. Yeah. Fate. So I think it'll be good. It was funny. They kept, his name was Kent Nelson and they kept Nelson. calling him Kent. Yeah. And, my mind went immediately to Superman. I say, is there some sort of yeah? And they called Eddie Carter, was Carter which you know, for some reason, I was thinking that sounded like his last name too. Is Carter Hall is his yeah. last name? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants they want to do a spinoff with him and Hawk Girl at some which point, which I so think would be, be great. great, great too. Yeah, yeah. so that'd be good. Do you notice that Hawk Man was based in Louisiana? Yeah, I did see that. that was interesting. Yeah, boy, that was a big old estate. I mean, mm-hmm. how they get the swimming pools to move. I mean, the fountains to move to get the jet Because all is practical now. It's all practical. Yeah, it's all practical. Right. But, yeah, I think I'm, I'm glad you all enjoyed it because I did feel like a little bit I was dragging at least you to it. Yeah, he probably. points to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Jay will go with anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you and I had both kind of we, said we yeah, might want to see it. Yeah, we had already decided to go. And uh, the one thing, too. Jay wanted to go before he ate the McRib. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that I'll mention, though, is the guy that played uh, – uh, Gosh, Teth Adams' son uh, in the Shazammed version, the strong version of the son, you know, yeah. is the guy that one of the guys that plays the older, the oldest of the young rock characters from Young Rock. So okay. he plays he plays uh, a, a younger version of Dwayne Johnson as he's he's in the kind of the wrestling uh, career part of it. So that was pretty neat to see him play that part. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, you've got to think that there's going to be a. Um, a stinger at the next Shazam movie of Black Adam yeah. showing up. I oh, mean, yeah. he, he's got, yeah, to. and you've got to bring you've got to bring those two characters together. Yeah, we all were glad to see Henry Cavill, but Shazam, Captain Marvel, and Black Adam are the two that need to be together. And there's been a lot said, and I think this is true that uh, you know Dwayne Johnson has helped bring some energy back to what is now the DCU. Yeah. This announcement with James Gunn and Peter Safran. This was the last, I think, the last production that Walter uh, Hamada, who is yeah. gone, will be a part of. But I think uh, Art I think, booed when his name came yeah, up on screen. Right. How I many? Think, how many was he a part of? I was curious about that. Uh, um, gosh, everything he back been named to, very long though, had he? No, this you're thinking about David Lynn. David Lynn was brought in uh, like earlier this year, and then Did didn't left. work out. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, oh, okay. They replaced. They replaced David Lynn. Uh, effectively with, uh, I think that's right. Yeah. Maybe that's but Hamada right. just left. So I had, Hamada I had he was the Feige, the original yeah, No, Feige he was before. like their surrogate Feige or the, okay. their, they tried to make him Feige. Yeah. But, he, but Hamada had been around for a while. I think he had done everything back from Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. And, and so with Cavill back in, he's saying he's playing Superman again, obviously. Yeah. There's yeah. So there's Man of Steel 2 Man of Steel happening. 2. Yeah. Which you've got to think James Gunn is going to have a, you know, a hand I, in. I would hope so. And I mean, I, and like I said, I, mean, I, I think that's why they brought him in. I, I think mean. so too. I think, I think to give those kind of sensibilities to the character. Now I'm hoping that, you know, like I said, peacekeeper, I didn't much care for guardians. I liked suicide squad was okay. So I hope what James Gunn will do was be, will be a person that brings the right director for the right property. And yeah. I won't try to do, you know, like Zack Snyder fit everybody into a Batman role. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, interested to see. It, it's going to be very interesting to see. So, generally, we recommend Black Adam. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, you enjoyed it, Art. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, how did it compare to, say, Justice League for you? They're just such different movies tonally. I would say I certainly enjoyed Black Adam a lot more. I had yeah. more fun at Black Adam. I mean, Justice League, uh, 
both the Whedon version and the Snyder version, there are things I appreciate about that. But um, I still think the original Wonder Woman movie yes. uh, is the best of the modern era DC stuff. Uh, and I would say Aquaman is probably my second favorite of those. Uh, and But Black Adam might be right there with Aquaman. Yeah. I, I would say they're probably tied for, for two. You know, Aquaman was just... I mean, not Aquaman. Uh, Black Adam was just lighter, felt more comic yeah. inspired, and a lot of it may be, you know, you go even even though I was looking forward to it, I went into it with pretty low expectations. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> kind of like we do this podcast. Yeah, they were surpassed. There's something that I noticed that I think made it a better movie was you had Black Adam, who is the the savior or the uh, hero, the whatever they called it. There's another word. A champion, yeah, yeah. protector, protector yeah. for conduct. Is that right? Yeah. I was saying that right. And one night in conduct, it's right. a hard man humble. So they came in, you know, with the Justice Society as the heroes and the good guys, and they're like, "Wait a minute, we we you where have you been? Yeah, I thought that was a neat. Where have you been for all this time while we've been oppressed? We have somebody now that's taking care of us, who knows us, who's one of us, you know." Y'all need to simmer down. Yeah, and back I, off. I thought well, that was a, a really interesting element to the story. Mm-hmm. It, um, yeah, I, I really like the way they kind of turn the morality. You know, not 180, but 90 degrees. You know, where yeah. it's 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 a different point of view. I mean, so many times to the victor goes to the spoils, and also the rewriting of history. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, a little, little uh, comment on imperialism, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was kind of kind of interesting. So, but. All right, so Black Adam is a is a win. Yeah, uh, Art, thumbs up. Yeah, so Art, will you rewatch it when it comes on HBO? Max? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Yeah, yeah for sure. Those five minutes I missed. <laughs> those were key. <laughs> those were really key. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I don't know if I'll rewatch it or not, but I I thought The Rock did a great. Well, job. sometimes like Melissa didn't go with us this time, but so I yeah, there's, yeah, there's because like that I because your to. costume scared her off. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah, tell Becky, you, right. Becky and I, because I was saying when it comes out, she'd want to watch it, so that was good. Yeah, we'll at least start it and see how long yeah. she lasts. Well, you know, I didn't fall asleep, which is high praise for me. If uh-huh. I didn't fall asleep, and I mean, I was engaged. Yeah, so. like I said, you do have to get through the opening exposition part yeah i mean that would that took a little longer than I, I would have liked a little bit of a twist yeah you know but it was a lot of fun and seeing uh, amanda waller uh yeah same actress who's played viola davis yeah viola yeah. davis has played that same character through the you know pacemaker pacemaker <laughs> <laughs> that's the show we're gonna be on <laughs> that's right or at least <laughs> jay will after the uh, mac rib uh, uh peacemaker and the two suicide squads yeah. so. so i feel that she'll be because obviously she's a, a gun character uh yeah. james gun character yeah. she may be the nick fury of of the upcoming uh, dc stuff which would be great i, I think, think that's what you're gonna see so but anyway all right well thanks for joining us guys we'll see you next time around